What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Pohada Podcast. Today's episode is over a year old. Angela Barr from No Coast BJJ, also an accomplished Muay Thai fighter, and ironically, a concussion specialist professionally. She's 15 years of training martial arts. I sat down with her alongside my friend Ryan Murray of the Striking Institute up here in Minnesota. It starts off with a fair bit of banter and joking, which is why I invited Ryan. He also did a good job of keeping her honest about how good she is. Anyhow, without further ado, let's jump into a throwback episode from July 2022 with Angela Barr. I th- don't you think that's the probably the most valuable thing you could take from any sport as an adult, though? The whole, we were talking about wilting yeah. yeah, having shame with failing as yeah, an adult yeah. versus what was a at a Muay Thai tournament you were saying? Yeah, it was like yeah. this kid was just. I mean, he was crying and he knew he was losing and he was he just pushed so hard. Flailing. He kept going as hard as he could. I was like screaming. I freaking <laughs> thought it was amazing, but you know, at some point you get to a certain age and then you're right. There's like a shame thing, or you start realizing you're losing and oh, I suck yeah. and start slowing down and sometimes you're not even conscious of it right like i've had fighters that i've had to tell them after like hey there's a couple times you you gave up and it's not not your fault you didn't do it consciously it's just in your brain right like your brain just does it but for some reason i feel like i've seen kids that just doesn't happen yet i don't know what age it starts happening though i don't don't know I've always wondered when that switches. I have no idea. Some te- someone breaks your heart, and then, then like you're a teenager, you're like, "Oh no, I actually suck." Like, <laughs> so it's a love thing. Yeah, that must be that's fucking good. love. Yeah, right. It's fucking screw emotions. I'm done. Yeah, done We're, feeling. I only need one. It's a weird thing that I've noticed coaching people in like strength sports and just training people in the gym, where you'll say, "All right, you're gonna try this, and here's what I want you to try to do." And they do it, and they've saw me do it. Let's say so they can recognize that they didn't do it right, <laughs> and they immediately, <sighs> really, just slump. And it's like, hold on, you didn't know, you never heard that word before I asked you to try this. Yeah, yeah. Let alone ever tried that movement or exercise huh. or that version of a strike or that jujitsu move. Sure. And people just immediate, oh, I can't do it. Even it's, saying it, I've I've had people that will straight say that. Really? It's just like, what kind of broken-ass version of an adult are we? Where it's like, <laughs> well, I, I didn't know this word existed, let alone what that word meant or what that movement was. But now that I've tried it and it didn't work the first time. Yeah, the first time. Yeah. <laughs> or like, like when you like see 12 someone. Years, bro. <laughs> yeah, like well, you see someone do it. I didn't do it like them. So how do you know they did it right? I mean, there's no, you have no frame of reference except for the person you're learning from, right? So... It doesn't mean that that's the only way, mm-hmm. you know, usually, at least in striking. I mean, I think right. other martial arts are the same way, but mm-hmm. that's what I always think about. Like, you don't have to do it exactly like me. It's but people not... think that, right? Like, right. like especially the first time And then time the shame thing it, happens, yeah. It's like, I'm a failure. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> I can do it like I'm you at all. I'm a failure. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> I've never done this before in my life. Yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah, there's a there's definitely a shame thing. When truthfully, you were a bigger failure before you tried it. Exactly. You yeah, way bigger. tried it. Right. Good for you for trying it. Yeah, absolutely. Also, also you're bad at this. How dare you? <laughs> Don't make me look bad out there. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't make me look bad out there. Don't. Maybe it's maybe not the uh, right coaching approach. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think I'm, I usually don't think that. <laughs> sometimes. If someone's doing something really ignorant, sometimes. <laughs> the only time I, I felt that way is when somebody isn't training very hard. Yeah. And they're just like, 
they've treated the training camp like it's just this optional thing. Yeah. Then, then I'm like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> not because you're going to fight, because I think fighting is impressive no matter what. But like, you know, you didn't take it seriously. You're just you prepare. Yeah. Like really you're going to go out there and give this other guy a crappy fight. Mm. So good work. Thanks. You know, like that's the sort of the part that's embarrassing. Yeah. See, now I feel attacked. <laughs> I'm mostly here for fun. Yeah. I just hope both teams have fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm I mean, one of those teams. Fun is good. I like fun. Uh, I was in Des Moines last weekend. Oh, you were? Oh, you were? Very, very briefly. Oh. I was on my way through and I got oh. home and I realized, holy shit, I was in and around that. Des Moines yeah. while like a big important thing was going on. Yeah. Well, yeah. What was the big important thing? Uh, the TBA tournament. It's the biggest amateur Muay Thai tournament in North America. TBA? Yeah. The Thai Boxing Association. It's it's, huge. A, it's like the World Expo now, right? It's not just... Yeah, the they've changed the name a couple times. Like yeah. I was looking at... Because it was a 15-year anniversary, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It used to be called Muay Thai Classic. And yeah. I think I fought in it when it was that, right? However long ago. So if I remember correctly, and, and Pete and Pam can correct this at some point if I get it wrong, but I thought some douchebag in like Florida decided to copyright the name Muay Thai Classic, even though they'd had it for the tournament for like 10 years. No way. Yeah. So they had to change it? Yes, they oh had to God. change it. Because then he was a total asshole about it. He's like, no, it's my tournament name. And Pam's like, well, we've had this for like 10 years. What are you talking about? So they had to change it to the Muay Thai Expo or whatever it is now. Well, now, I mean, legitimate sort of dick move, but also like that's like how ownership works. If they didn't purchase the trademark. Yeah. You're not wrong. And I'll I'll brief you here very, very, very quickly. (laughs) A couple years ago when I decided to start doing this thing. Yeah. I got on Instagram and Facebook and the Google and I'm like, Pohada Podcast. Any does that exist? It seems like it would. It's got alliteration. It's got a key jujitsu word. Mm-hmm. Pohada is a what whole thing to fight, to battle, oh, to okay. to grind, to strive. There's all kinds of Americanized versions okay. of it. You know, high level Hami Liberal made it par- purple. Made it purple. Popular. <laughs> it's like purple? It's a very purple room. I purple. Yeah. I'm like scrolling through I'm like yeah, Did the whole he room is purple. purple? That's what does he mean so purple? Like, what's his purple name? he's like everyday pohada, I think is like his thing. It's a little slogan. They got shirts, you know, and all sure. that kind of thing. Is it became in jujitsu like a a common word. Yeah. You hmm. know? So then I was like, Well, it's gonna be used and it wasn't, except for one Instagram account who had f- six posts, a couple pictures, one little video clip, like a logo picture. Mm-hmm. It's cool logo, a little microphone with like a hand around it, you know, kind of neat stuff. I'm like, well, it was like 2018. It was like two, yeah. two, three years ago at this point. All right, clearly they're not using it. So I put the in front of Pohada Podcast, started an Instagram, started the rest of it. A couple months ago, that guy reaches out to me. No way. And he says, hey, uh, I see you're, you started this Pohada Podcast. I show usage of the name going back to 2018. So, you know, let's figure this out. You know, I obviously don't want you using my name. And I I uh, didn't reply, and I looked up the phrase, my name, to find out what that means, meaning I did a, a trademark search. Sure. I was like, this, is this his name? Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. think trademark search. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not. You know who owns it now? You. You, yeah. <laughs> this Did guy. you just buy it right there? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I started the process, right? It's a long-ass process. Yeah. I bet, yeah. Um, and then what, you contacted him? I was like, 
nah, bro. No, bitch, it's mine. Because because my first reply was like, okay, you you show usage. I didn't say that, but like you started an Instagram. Like if that's how the business world worked, what a fucking Wild West scenario you got. Yeah. Yeah. But I I said, well, if you type in Pohada Podcast on any podcast hosting thing, even on YouTube, I've got doing some video content now. You'll see my 64 or whatever episodes. Right. Let me know where I can find yours. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was a tone flip. He was immediately like, oh, wow, I see you got a, a good thing going. You know, maybe we can collaborate. I'm traveling all across the country. Honestly, his show will be better than mine. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, just the access yeah. to like the big names in jujitsu oh. and the gyms he's trained at. It's really? like, yeah, man, get after it. Good for you. Does he have a lot of podcasts no he's oh. traveling apparently now creating content oh. so he's oh. building up a catalog good for him it's a great okay, way yeah, of doing sure, it right yeah. and i didn't reply because i'm like actually this would be kind of cool Bohada podcast Bohada podcast we collaborate once in a while the the he's got this other project because he's a paraplegic mm. okay. and he's a brown belt Huh. whole unique bent on things yeah, yeah. Like, this is a whole different well okay i my buddy his crossfit gym where i train some fitness clients some lifting clients a huge piece of what happens in that gym is paraplegic and quadriplegic folk working on stuff they need to work on sure. they, they apply fitness to that i'm like oh this could be a cool collaboration plus i, I got be. this other thought i'm gonna, I'm like, I'm gonna talk to josh and see if he'd be interested in you know doing some kind of weird collab if this guy ever comes into town well yeah. i took too long to reply two days so he <laughs> oh messaged me again and full tone switch and was like all right someone will be in contact with you more formally so i was like okay i'm gonna buy a trademark on this <laughs> yeah more formally yeah that's and nice. i might i might yeah. even snip this little sentence if this piece of this yeah. gets posted but use it i'm yeah. gonna own yeah. it go ahead use the name right i don't care yeah, yeah. i just don't want you to have the leverage on me because your tone yeah you're sassing me like, yeah you're and sassing me yeah but exactly isn't that sad too that it only took two days for that tone switch like right what it, there's like this i literally needed to get to the gym and talk to josh yes i yeah. like it's only two days man you got to give me time i got yeah. a job i do other stuff yeah. like well, yeah. i mean maybe not, not all that realize that you you got a job you do other stuff <laughs> <laughs> maybe you realized you'd be buying it or you'd be trademarking it like he was like oh shit i'm gonna take care i of don't i don't think that was it oh if you, if you had the sense to think of that, he would have bought it. Uh, right yeah, up. you, you know would know think, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Before he anyway. even contacted you. <laughs> yeah, before. You're right. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, shit. Been, if I saw somebody else yeah, using my name, I'd be like, Uh-oh. I'm going to contact them, but first. But first, yeah. let's I'm put this in. This is. Yeah. yeah, who has yeah, the yeah. thing? Now, right? maybe if he started the process the day before I did. Oh, sure. Maybe then. Yeah. In eight, know. nine months, which is the projected completion time of that project, which is wild. Are you serious? Why is it so long? I don't know. People need to do things. <laughs> but you know like if he started it the day before and we both have the same rough claim he kind of used it i used it but used it more but his sure. was earlier i might lose out on it but yeah yeah huh. anyway what's this boy tie thing called <laughs> it's the Wait, now I'm confused. It was the TBA Classic, and now it's... It's like Muay Thai Classic, then TBA something. World Expo? Now it's now, World Expo, Now right? it's that. Yeah. yeah. And it's huge. It is, and World Expo is a good title, because this is... I've heard that it's, like, one of the biggest yeah, Muay Thai it's tournaments. It's so big. It's super it's fun. Huge. It's really draining when you're coaching, but it's really cool. All coaching is draining. Yeah. <laughs> is it? I don't know. I've only coached, like, the one thing, but I'm assuming it's draining. Any yeah. version of being there and going, God, please don't fuck this up. It's <laughs> super draining. Just looking at yeah. times, be like, all right, we're going to warm you up, or we've got 10 minutes now. Well, we're here, and yeah. then, did you make sure to drink enough water? And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's called motherhood. I yeah, think. right. Yeah, exactly. I'm guessing. <laughs> like, drink water. 
Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Uh, yeah. You competed though. No, not at this one. Not this so one? I, I did. I have a yeah, lot. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know how many times. Oh, I don't know. A million. Four, five, six, <laughs> a yeah, million. I have no idea. What, what, how about this? What's your Muay Thai resume look like? You pretty good? Uh, I think yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. Someone, that's that's why I asked him to say. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be like, yeah, I'm not right. No, I'm okay. okay. He's like, no, know. you're like one of the best in the world right now. Yeah, like, yes, because you, you just fought in Abu Dhabi. Yes, uh, which was world awesome. Yeah, the world know? championships for the International Federation of Muay Thai mm-hmm. Associations. It's the biggest. I mean, I would say it's like the biggest. Yeah, or the most important you got tournament. You yeah. won three fights, and then yes, Lost I wouldn't even. Final. I mean, you barely lost the last you were kicking the crap out of it i know <laughs> it was so, so good <laughs> it was really good I was winning it until it was over and then i lost it yeah <laughs> so like you know you're down on like points but um yeah. she was outscoring me the first round mm-hmm. and she then she round. yeah, yeah. And, it, and even like the beginning of the second round but i took a moral victory home because she could hardly walk to her corner after the second round yeah. so even though i lost on exhausted. points I mean, that's for me. That's a moral victory because yeah, she's yeah. been one of the best in the world for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, how many I, fights did she have? Oh, like over a hundred. Oh, yeah, a lot, a lot. Right. So. Um, and then and then I think I took the third round, but they didn't post it, so it doesn't matter. Did they not post it? I don't know. Like oh. on the video, they didn't show huh. the last round, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, like on the broadcast yeah. or whatever. Okay. I'm pretty I thought sure you I meant like in the official round. results or something. They're like, ah, that match. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, like the last round. I'm pretty sure I won the last round. But, yeah. yeah. Um, you definitely. She, you almost hit her trying, out of the ring. <laughs> she was so. She was like, she was like a throw over. and I just like kept kicking. And I was like, God damn these pads. I just need a fucking yeah, knockout. Right. <laughs> I just need a fucking pads. I thought you were going to get it. I thought you were going to get an eight count one at oh, one point. They weren't. Just kept I know. Her and she, was and she wasn't flailing. answering and they didn't yeah. eight counter. But whatever. Oh. It was a great fight. It was a good fight. I'm not even sad. I mean, like, yeah. I, I'm sad I lost because I don't like to lose, but um, I'm not sad about how I performed. For sure. So For sure. That's good. So I didn't do the TBA tournament because um, I also have a, turn- a tournament in two weeks. Two weeks now. Two weeks? Week and yeah, half. two weeks. Which one's that? It's for the World Games. It's um, it's like associated with the Olympics. It's like it's all the it's like the redheaded stepchildren of the Olympics. It's yes. the ones that don't get in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. they're applying to be in the Olympics. Yeah. Right? The B side or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Loser bracket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so is there is this is Muay Thai one of those things where there's multiple federations? Yes. So yeah. there's like multiple world champions? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Where where is this one you did in Abu Dhabi land relative to those? Is that well, like a world championship? There. I mean, really? What? Yeah. How? What is it? It's IFMA, TBA. Yeah, and then like I, I think mean, the WBC does some belts and stuff. That's true. Over You're right. Like Thailand and Europe. Yep, they do Muay Thai belts. That's mine. So I know they've done it since then. Yeah. So, um, but those are really so the big ones. Subtle right? brag, but okay. Wacko is <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'm Pla- glad Wacko is like, champion. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not like huge, huge, but it, Wacko is mm-hmm. more. But they're kickboxing. Oh, yeah, you're right. They, do they, they don't just do, do that? Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind then. Yeah. I was, I was getting confused. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that about a lot of, like most sports are like obscure. There's like four big sports in the, in the country, six if you go out to the world. And then like powerlifting and Muay Thai. Yeah. You know, you're like in hotels and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But there's always like 17 federations. Yeah. yeah. You know how many world record powerlifters I know? Is it <laughs> just everyone, like, basically? I mean, I mean, not quite anymore, but like there's so many where it's yeah. like, okay, who's like the world champion? And thankfully, that's 
objective. The numbers show it. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, one, sure. One yeah, federation right. to the next, but you get into stuff that has judging and stuff, yeah, it's and it's sort harder. of like, who who's the best? Exactly. Well, you know, and like, we were just discussing this now, uh, what, earlier today mm-hmm. or whatever. When you get to a certain level, you know, the 10 people that are that are up there with you, you're all sort of the best. I mean, because yeah. at any day, you'll beat one, and then you'll beat them, and yeah. then, you know, like, you just kind of go up and down, and uh, you you know, once you're up there in that top 10 or whatever, just who has the better day? Yeah. Whose boyfriend or girlfriend didn't break up with them the day before? <laughs> stuff like that, right? Like who hydrated better? <laughs> stupid, stupid stuff. Who, Did you who, sleep? <laughs> who, who bought gas station chips and dip? On <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just <laughs> little things, right? Because sure. everyone's basically as good as yeah. each other at that point. Yeah. Which makes it a little bit you know, like sprinting or whatever, where it's like this lean contest at the end because they're all even for all 100 meters right. or whatever. So yeah, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, like that guy won today. A little bit, yeah, today, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's all. He's wearing lighter shorts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, how how long have you been doing Muay Thai? Since 2011. Is that a long time? Yeah. So what is that? What is the date? To 11, what is it, 2022 years? right now? Maybe I have 2010. No idea. I moved back to Iowa in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> It's 2020 version three. Okay, okay, right, think right. Cool. Yeah, so that's 10 years. Yeah. 12 years, 11 years. 12 years, yeah. 12 so years. I moved back to Iowa in 2010. And then I, I had been boxing in San Diego, and they don't really have boxing for adults in Iowa. And I. Just because it's not there yet, or is there some reason I, behind that? I know. I feel like boxing is sort of dying, right? Think so? I, mean, I don't know. It's just Honestly, like. I don't know either. It's just hard When to you find. say boxing, you mean like classic yeah, western like, boxing yeah western the, boxing the way we exactly what we picture i guess yeah and there just wasn't anywhere to really train it in des moines there is now there's one guy now that has a good gym in des moines des moines um, is big i no, mean relative to certain area you know what i'm saying oh, it's not chicago it's not <laughs> it's not the twin cities but i mean it's a bustling metropolitan area oh. i guess how many people are in des moines i like Maybe two hundred fifty thousand. That's a lot, dude. Well, so and there's one boxing source in a quarter of a million people city. Yeah, it's kind of my point. It's like, well, damn. Yeah, there's not very it much. Just seems like there'd be more. Yeah. Well, and I think some of it is like there's some kids programs that are funded by like police, uh, you know, the police to get kids off the street and stuff like right. that. Um, but it's more for kids. Right. And so when I was calling around, they didn't, no one ever called me back. And so, hmm. so then I just started calling like MMA gyms, Muay Thai gyms and just happened to walk into Pete's Yeah, and he runs the biggest Muay Thai tournament in the country, you know? So I got lucky there. Sure. Pete who? Uh, Pete Peterson. That's made up. You made that up. John Johnson. I don't trust, I don't trust the rest of this conversation. <laughs> like she's full of shit. Let me Google that. <laughs> Now let's back up even further. So okay. you were boxing before that. Yes. In California? In California. When did that start? 2007. <clears throat> why? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever asked you this. Yeah, why? Uh, what I, What sends somebody to a place of organized head smacking? <laughs> well, <laughs> Particularly enough. the version of head smacking where once you try to go do other stuff, they go, no, 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 no. Yeah. Smack heads. Yeah. Smack his head. <laughs> Stop holding on and punch him in the face. <laughs> so I, okay, I'm actually a head injury and concussion specialist for a rehabilitation. And, uh, it. yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so I was working in a brain Weird injury brag. clinic 
and um, we had a <clears throat> we had a contract with the Marine Corps, and so we had a lot of Marines that were coming in after blast injuries and injuries in Iraq. And it was kind of before um, the Marines like built up their own medical system to treat them. So they were coming down from Camp Pendleton and things to see us, and so we were rehabbing these um, folks. And at the time, it's old research now, but at the time, some research had come out on the benefits of like boxing drills and coordination balance, things like that. Um, it was primarily initially done with Parkinson's patients, and then but then you can extrapolate to other people with coordination problems or balance problems. So you know when you have a group of people like in the Marines or the Army or the Navy, they have like um, the Marine Corps Martial Arts Program, right? And so a lot of the people that came in had experience with boxing and stuff. So we were like, awesome, we should do a group because then you can get PT, OT, and speech. So you have to think on your feet. You have to keep your balance. You have to do your coordination stuff. It's actually a really great rehab tool. But I don't know shit about boxing. I don't know shit about martial arts. You know, at that point, I'm an athlete. But it hadn't. the only thing I'd really been exposed to was wrestling. My brothers wrestled. And so... I, and I'm a little OCD, you know, um, and so like I'm not going to try and teach somebody something I don't fucking know, right? Like how do you tell someone where to put their weight in their balancing when you don't know what the fuck they're doing, sure. right? Yeah. And so one of my friends at the clinic showed me a few things and then she actually used to box. So she's like, oh, I'll take you to a gym. I know this little gym down the road that you'd love. And so she took me to a boxing gym. And so that's I started working out just to learn, and it's just fucking. And addicting. you're like, it's awesome. I know. I mean, like that's the thing, right? When you're used to running and doing other cardio stuff, and then you get a punch shit. Yeah. And you have a lot of repressed anger because you have five brothers, man. right? Yeah, <laughs> like, awesome. Like there's just there's yeah. So I was there one day a week, and then twice a week, and then I was there every day. Huh. And huh. so, fighting is a big deal for you. Yeah. Now, right now, yeah. but you got there like as a secondary, tertiary professional thing like all right we better kind of figure out some of this actual technique yeah and now you're competing all over Obsessed. the world yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. it's pretty sweet uh did you compete in boxing yes so you went from all right i should learn a little bit about this so i'm not a fraud yeah to like all right, <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna go actually try to kill somebody yeah it was actually really funny because my my first coach mike um i always call it like a drug dealer right he's like hey you're here a lot do you ever think about sparring and i was like no no i'm a head injury specialist i can't do it right it's too scary and he's like okay yeah no big deal, no big deal. <laughs> and he like backed off and then like free. a couple months later he's like so you're still here you're working pretty hard like you think you want to spar and it's like ah you know but then i get a little little less adamant I'm like oh i don't know i don't know and then all of a sudden my friend susan shows yeah. up so she hadn't been in the gym much so my friend susan had been boxing for a long time and then i think she was just i don't know she kind of got out of it for a little bit and then all of a sudden susan started coming back and i don't know i it just seemed like mike mike was like hey you should meet susan he she used to box a lot <laughs> and uh she's about your size and uh, you guys could be good friends and then i just i mean then one day you know later he's like so do you think want to think about sparring it's like yeah he's like i mean you can stop anytime you want <laughs> like a classic drug dealer <laughs> like, <laughs> we can walk away anytime you want yeah. and it's like oh yeah okay that's fine so positive power of pure pressure <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes. but it was just so fun what do you I know mean, about head injuries if you never had one get in there <laughs> yeah really exactly. yeah exactly right and how do you really know <laughs> how do you, you really know until you've been knocked out there's no way there's no way <laughs> <laughs> so what's it mike who uh, Mike Robinson. Shout out to Mike Robinson. Yeah. Playing just the tip for nine months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, get her in there. 
<laughs> in the ring, I mean. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> in the ring. Uh, pretty good. I mean, you have some success with it. Early oh God, on, no! Or? I'm a yes. uh, no. I was terrible. I mean, you, I don't you think probably we're not terrible. You're being. You're, I mean, I didn't see it. <laughs> I doubt you were terrible. You're well, just being I hard just, on yourself. I have a lot of anxiety, right? Sure. And it was then. It was back then, even. So I would just, I just panic, right? And so it's just hard to get in front of a crowd and. Uh, and box each other yeah, yeah it's definitely and try to perform so so yeah how many uh tournaments tournaments fights how many how many times you do boxing uh, only three um it was really hard to find an opponent um i was really irresponsible my first match <laughs> what what do you mean <laughs> well so like in you know you the coaches like talk to each other and say, Hey, I have this girl at this weight and blah, blah, blah. And they try to like pre-match you, uh-huh. but then everyone has to show up to weigh-ins and like we showed up like three times and the girls that were supposed to show up didn't show up. Okay. So at one point it's at my gym and no, nope, the girl doesn't show up and it's like, wow, I'm going fuck her. And then this girl walks in and I was like, Oh, and you know, I have a problem telling how big I am. Yeah, <laughs> and right. I was like, Ooh, that girl could be my size. And Susan's like, no, she's not. We'll go huge. outside, drink some water, and put something in your pocket, <laughs> and I'll weigh you in. So I was totally fucking irresponsible. I mm-hmm. fought a girl that was like 140-something, right? <laughs> I mean, at that time, I'm, I was walking at like 120s, maybe sure. low 120s, but I put some things in my pockets and weighed in, because you have to be like within a certain amount mm-hmm. of weight. And your coach was like, yeah, whatever? Or? Yeah. <laughs> so you, because, you, I mean, you can at fight any up. point, they, he's going to throw in the towel, right? Oh, like, if sure. it gets too yeah, bad, he's just going to throw in the towel. Yeah. Right. So... I lost here. <laughs> she this was is going to be a shit show. And when it turns into a shit show, we'll stop. We'll just, I'll just, what if we I'll just, just don't? For you. I'll, just, uh, I'll just make you quit as soon as you start losing really badly. What? Wipe your brow with this. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cool first first fight. Yeah. Cool first fight story. Like, yeah. fuck it. Let's get a fight. Let's make this yeah. happen. In fact, you want to do it again. I feel like yeah. that would be like, I mean, maybe. Maybe I'd want to do it again. But it would just, I don't know, freak me out. Oh, but I mean, I mean, everything freaks me out. You know that? <laughs> That's normal. <laughs> That's normal. You just walk around freaked out. Uh, you, so you've referenced anxiety, yeah, and and like that right there a bunch of times. You think that's part of the driving force of yeah. why you enjoy fighting? Yes, I think it's. Um, for me, it's like, you know, when you can feel like you're doing well in the gym and like you're holding your own with good fighters and then you totally fucking fall apart in the ring and you're like god damn it like how am i two separate people this is right. not normal is that normal there's got to be a way to bridge this <laughs> yeah. right like it doesn't make any sense yeah, yeah it just it makes me angry it makes me angry <laughs> <laughs> which in turn is a fuel to keep going yeah like gotcha. there's got to be a way to make it better right mm. there's got to be a way to like calm that panic down right so how many years does it take for you to realize there's not and then you just explode. Uh, well, I've calmed down. Right? Oh, yeah. I've calmed down quite, quite a bit. A, quite a bit. Yeah, I yeah. think so. When you say calm down, though, what do you mean? Like day to day life, feeling yourself just yeah. living in a lower gear? Yeah, that for sure. Um, but even just in fighting, I mean, I think, I don't I should knock on wood, I think it's been hmm. like four fights or so since I've had a panic attack. Yeah. Um, okay, I, so you, you've had legitimate anxiety, panic attack Yeah, issues. like in the middle of a fight, like. Mm-hmm. It's such a posh thing to say these days that you've got yeah. this or that like actual mental illness and people yeah. say, oh, I'm OC- OCD. You're not oh, OCD. Yeah. You're no, like, no, no, no. You're like a clean kitchen. Calm right. down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So I, I, yeah. Always, I always feel it out when people start talking about anxiety issues. And, yeah. So, no, there's yeah. like legit panic attacks. Like mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm in there and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing in here? Oh my God, why am I walking into this? Holy shit, I just want to get out of the ring. I, I'd like a steak right now. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God, they're fucking hitting me, right? Yeah. Just, or like when, <laughs> when we were in Delaware, I couldn't remember the rules we were fighting under because um, it had switched a couple times last minute. And I just fucking panicked. Like, what what rules are we fun? Can I clinch? Can I? Oh God, she's kneeing me. I can clinch, right? I can clinch. Oh God, what am I doing in here? <laughs> like, it's just like this. And this the, is the whole spiral. I remember looking at it and being like, God, it looks like she's tired, but right. that can't be right because she doesn't get tired, right? Like, she's super good shape. Mm-hmm. But I remember the second round being like, Why is she tired? Did, I was so well, I, think I you was asked. trying to figure it out. Like, you are asked. you look? Yeah, did I? I was you're, like, Are you tired? Are you, you're like, No. And I was like, No, I'm panicking. And you, you I was like, Oh, I, it looked like. <laughs> You were like super tired, yeah. but that wasn't it. You no. were just, your brain was being like, stop it. Yeah. Right? There's, so. a, there's multiple reasons you can look like you're in third gear when you need to be in fifth. Yeah. yeah. And, and it just, it was a processing time thing because yeah. your brain was running gears into gears. And you did yeah, really well like, the third round. Yeah. I mean, yeah, did, I came out fine. of a panic attack and yep. I was fine. <laughs> you hear that about jujitsu all the time that just uh. the practice of it, you start to learn to deal with those emotional responses yeah. that right. hijack your, your nervous system, I would assume. Yeah. Same thing being punched in the fucking face. Yeah. For sure. Maybe yeah. Not and it's actually time. not even the punching in the face that makes me panic. It's like mm-hmm. the crowd and my expectations are like, what does someone else expect of me? But a lot of times it's like the first hard kick or the first punch. I'm like, oh, right. I actually like doing this. Okay. <laughs> it's the strike that pulls you around. It gets you to your happy place. Yeah. You're like, oh, right. That's nightmarish sounding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a monster. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel good until there's pain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we shouldn't delve too deep into that. Yeah. <laughs> We're not insured at that level. Yeah. Uh, so how did, how did it go going into Muay Thai? Did you like Muay Thai better when you first got into it? Yes and no. <laughs> yes, because you get to kick shit, right? I mean, like this is always the thing people are like, I just don't think I could take a kick. And I'm like, you're right. Taking a kick sucks. But that first time you bury a kick into someone, holy shit. Like, it's pretty awesome. So that makes it worth it. (laughs) And so, Mm -hmm. um, but the only thing I, the thing I didn't like is the clinch. It just, it made me panic so bad. So that was terrifying for a really long time. Panic inducing. Yeah. Yeah. So why? Uh, I think if you're a lady in the world today, you've probably had some not so good experiences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah held against your will Legit, and yeah. uh you know just flashbacks and pain yeah, yeah. Mm. so uh super valuable on the other end knowing that shit though huh yeah yeah that's actually the only reason i started jujitsu sure <laughs> yeah, i mean because i kept panicking in the clinch it was fucking i couldn't i couldn't stop panicking in the clinch. so you started training jujitsu to improve the experience of muay thai yes it's kind of neat yeah yeah and i would assume it's is jujitsu i feel like i've panicked in jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. like people just you know being on your face like, oh, fuck, oh my like god a wet gi. you have to like calm down for a second like okay it's fine you're okay <laughs> you know, like, Dude, it's just ugh. wet gi over your face is the worst it's the worst yeah. <laughs> the, the, like probably the, one of the worst positions in jiu-jitsu is like they're high mounted on yes you, and they've got both elbows up here Ugh. and it's just belly button here <laughs> just, yeah for me maybe i've got a dose of something what you're uh, describing yeah. of a, a more innocuous position less innocuous a less terrifying position but for some reason there's a piece of that gi. 
fuck. Yeah. Blocking my breath. There, there's something physiologically that happens there where it's like, will you just mount me and armbar me so yeah. we can yeah. be done here? Can yeah. you just please not make me tap here? Yeah, yeah. Just move on. Is, I'm just panicking. Like. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually had, I don't even know, like, it's a vague memory probably because of the panic, but as a white belt, someone's wet gi got, you know, they're transitioning somewhere. I don't even know. Um, but their gi got a uh, jacket was over my face and then mm-hmm. they knelt on it. So it like sucked Oh in. my gosh. Ugh. Holy shit. <laughs> like that is Brutal. the worst. It's like so anyway. mafioso style execution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. seriously. Like, yeah. Yeah, tie they it, do to, that some, to, tie it to something <laughs> often. Yeah, right. Yeah. Isn't it called waterboarding? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweatboarding. <Right. laughs> Sweatboarding. Oh, God. Ugh. Yeah. We, we, uh, how long did it take you to try jujitsu then? Because you're a ninja. <laughs> Right. Yeah, full on, right? And you, sure. You've got the right combination of these terrifying sports that are terrifying on their own. Yeah. And you do all of them. Yeah. So how long into Muay Thai or what year, I guess, did you start Jiu-Jitsu? I would say 2012. Uh, so a year? Uh, so two years. Two years. Two years into huh. Muay Thai. Where Where do you train Jiu-Jitsu? Um, well, I just did it at Round Kick. So, uh, round Kick? Yeah, Round Kick Gym. That's Pete's mm-hmm. gym. Um, the, the alleged Pete the, Peterson. The alleged Pete <laughs> right. Peterson. Um, so the black belt that I train under, Cliff Harris, um, he was teaching out of Pete's gym. Mm-hmm. And my husband was a blue belt at the time. And so he was training there as well. And he just kept saying, you know, if you don't want to panic in the clinch, you should go to jujitsu. Yeah. Fuck jujitsu. <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm panicking in the clinch. Why would I want anything? Why would I? Yeah. With Why would that? I want more yeah. of it? Right. But also, like, I'm not a very big person. And you go and you watch jujitsu practice. I'm like, they're all fucking giants. And why would I do that to myself? Um, but <laughs> then you were like, because I like pain. <laughs> obviously, I'm, I'm not happy until I feel pain. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting because that's the opposite thing that I had it when I showed up to jujitsu. Oh, really? I was like, look, all these little skinny guys. <laughs> a, little, a, little, a bunch sure. of little tiny dudes and we have larger people like yeah. you know, there's 200 regular 200 pounders at, at m theory but i mean i'm like 300 pounds when i walked in i'm like all right i got this no, bigger no it wasn't no problem i knew <laughs> I knew, I knew enough but yeah. i was like at least i'll have size on some of these yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not fully knowing that that right. doesn't matter right at all at a certain point yeah uh, yeah yeah so i started jujitsu after I had a really, really bad fight in a tournament, um, and I just, and then I got angry, which just like I panicked, and then I was angry, and then it was just like this downward spiral. But it all started because of the clinch, and uh, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna have to go." So I started. And there's just another <laughs> layer of the addiction. Yeah. You're a black belt. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll glaze over that. I'm yeah, not a, <laughs> I'm not a good black belt. Oh sure, that. yeah, but I'm not a good black belt. God, the frequent, the, the frequency with which people say the, the frustrating thing about that. What I've learned from having these conversations yeah. and just paying some attention to jujitsu mm-hmm. is one, like saying you're not a good black belt is like saying, well, I'm not like a multi-billionaire. Yeah, right. Yeah, I only have one Just billion. two billion. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, where it's like, shut the fuck up. You're like among the elite on the planet. But then at the same damn time, it's also a legitimate sentence. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like... I mean, have you seen the black belt division at like an IBJJF tournament? Like it's fucking deep. Even just a seminar at one of the local gyms with some apparent like world clash. I don't even know who it is. And they show up and you're like, oh, shit. (laughs) Look at that. That guy that kicks my ass all the time. 
is getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's like a frustrating thing to hear where it's like, well, I'm not a good black belt. It's like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other half, you're like, I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Right. I would assume Muay Thai and stuff is like that too, where like, I'm really good, but yeah. also there's really good. For sure. Right? Like, mm-hmm. once, always so. levels. once like better people and they start going against like a Thai or somebody's been doing hundreds and hundreds of fights, like, yeah. it just sort of looks like guy's just playing with him. Like, well, and it's not. about like depth of knowledge, right? Like, yeah. that's what I felt like when I went to. I feel like in jujitsu, it's easy to see like with an arm bar or something, right? Like, you can see like there's the technique and then there's a depth of knowledge about the technique. Um, the same thing happens in Muay Thai when I went to Thailand, like yeah. when we were clinching with those like 12 year old kids, yeah. <laughs> they're like tossing me and they're being super sweet. Yeah. They're super <laughs> being nice. Really nice. <laughs> super fucking nice. Right. And yeah. one of them like make eye contact with me. Like he got me with something and like the third time he would look at me and like do it in slow-mo still throw <laughs> me to the ground, but he's being nice to show me what he's doing. Right. And you're like, holy shit, there's a depth of knowledge here that I got. I got nothing. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a white sure. belt and these guys are black belts. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> It has to be, I've had a few people say that on this podcast about Thailand and Muay Thai, that like there's that version and then there's everybody else's version. Yeah. And it just has to be the Spartan thing. You're just growing up in that culture of violence. I mean, it's that. And then I think it's also how they view fighting in general. Like you're not supposed to, if you're better than someone, Mm. you're not supposed to hurt them. Right. At the end of the fight, I mean, quote unquote, not supposed to, right? Obviously, it's you're still punching them, right? But <laughs> yeah, you know. but like sometimes they'll just flash a knee to the face instead of actually hitting it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Watch that. That that is more dominating <laughs> to them <laughs> than shaming. knocking them out. All right? <laughs> okay, it's I, more, it's I way understand. more. I, it's like, I could hurt you, but I'm not gonna. And that's how not fighting. afraid of you I am, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that type then, of it's like yeah. so insulting. Yeah, it is right. It hurts uh, my that's heart. why I I never submit anybody. I just, <laughs> Yeah, I'll just, know, that's, that's what good. it is. I could do it. Easy I'm not going <laughs> to. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, so how long were you to black belt in jiu-jitsu? Uh, ten, ten years. Ten, man, I was gonna yeah, I'm, not doing the I'm a baby black belt. I baby just black got belt. It. <laughs> when did you get it? Uh, so it was, when was that? February, late February of this year. Yeah, February. Nice. Feel good? No. <laughs> you don't ask her that question. Don't, don't ask okay, her that Okay, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask, I'll, refer, I'll ask this question then. How about that? Did it feel good? No. <laughs> it didn't even feel good? Yeah. No. Nothing. No. Tell me what you not. mean by that. I, uh, I, it's such a hard thing because, like, I think in my gym, I'm the next closest person to my weight. They probably have 40 pounds on me. And so, like, at what point do you feel like you're doing anything worthwhile, right? Um, Like, everyone can bench press me off of them. I've had women deadlift me off the mat. Um, I can have all my weight on someone's thigh. Both knees slid across their thigh, and they will just lift me up and over. You know, I'm so small that, like, they don't mean to. No one means to. Um, Especially, like, when I started, people just didn't know how to roll with a girl. Um, There was no girls in my gym. And so, like, at what point do you feel like you're effective? Never, if you're my size. Just so I understand you, hypothetically, what's the solution you'd be looking for? Well, I don't know like that there a, is one. A gym full of your weight class. Oh, that'd gals, be awesome. Weight class. Okay, yeah. I, f- I follow you. Just yeah. to make sure it wasn't. But so it's, it's just hard to feel like where are you in your journey? Like, how much do you actually know when? How effective are you? 
Let me let me dare to ask a question. Who in the gym doesn't have that thought though? Oh no, everybody, everybody. I, I as think. as a big dude in the gym, yeah. where like I'm just trying to shrimp yeah. out, and you absolutely. flew over there. Right. It makes me go now. Wait a minute. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, like one of my buddies is about your size, and he said we have the same problem. It's just on opposite ends of yeah, the spectrum, yeah, right? Sure. And so I, it's just. You know, I feel like <laughs> I feel like the 170 to 200 pounders, oh, they have like the best experience, right? Because they have a lot of training partners about their size. They can try things and like fail, fail. Oh, but I got that one right, right? And it's like a legitimate, I got that right. Sometimes I can do everything perfectly and I'm still going to get thrown off of somebody, oh. you know? Sure, I do know, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, you compete much in jiu-jitsu? No. That's the other hard part. Um, you think that feeds into that first thing you just oh, described I'm there? Oh, sure. Like if I'm, you went and competed more, let's say, yes. would that perspective be better? I think so. Um, but there's no one. I have to travel to the coasts. So like even La Chicago Open usually doesn't even have anyone in my side. Yeah. Uh, there's rarely anyone in my weight class. Yeah. How I'm much do you weigh? Yeah. Well, let's, huh? Let me do this. How much do you weigh? Uh, I fight at 112. Oh my god! But I'm really and like a natural higher because that's yeah. even hard sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Depends on how much changes in your yeah, pocket. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. How many water bottles fit in the bucket? And I suppose you're. I mean, you're. It's like law of averages in any yeah. given gym. You know, average weight woman is this. Average weight man is this. So okay, mm-hmm. if I'm 300 pounds, like there's mm-hmm. probably a couple other bigger dudes, yeah. but it's not going to be five and six. If I go compete, all right, there's going to be one or two other dudes, but. Yeah. Your average 300-pound male is not 300 pounds from lifting and doing sports. Right. No, right. usually not. The same yeah. sort of thing, like, just as a law of average, you know, most yeah. people aren't kid size. Yeah. No offense. No, none taken. <laughs> I am child size. There are many teenagers much larger than me. <laughs> uh, it worked, huh, for Muay Thai? Yeah. You handle that clinch better? Yeah. I would... I mean, so. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Him. No, you kill people. It's amazing. I think so. I'm more comfortable there. I don't panic there anymore. You're really strong there. Yeah. Really. I mean, I'm sure jujitsu has helped that a ton. Not yeah. just the panic, but like just strength in general. It's got to be. Yeah. And I do get that comment regularly from some of my opponents, how strong I am. Because hmm. a lot of them are taller than me, but I'm thicker, I guess. I don't know. Wiry. The universal, yeah. the universal word of wiry. Oh, is that what it is? I've, I've heard uh, someone who I respect and who knows a lot about fighting say that the clinch would be the number one self-defense thing Yeah, relative mm-hmm. to the way we think about sport fighting. He, he said that the number one thing I would teach someone is how to clinch. Yeah. Yeah. And that person is right. <laughs> but um, he, he said clinch. Clanch. Clanch. <laughs> I mean, there you're going to hug. In that. It doesn't matter what sport you're doing or if it's a street fight. You're going to hug each other eventually. Except I mean, boxing. I mean, then you're gonna, no, even back boxing, up, you're going to do it. Back like, up and punch him. <laughs> fuck that brain gonna, up. They're going to stop it to break you. You're still yeah. hugging. Like, yeah. It's ridiculous. The ref's going to break it up. So. <laughs> how many uh, Muay Thai tournaments have you done? Competitions? How many, Ooh, how how many, many fights? How many fights? I think I have... Total fights, I think I have like 38. Oh, my God. You're just getting started, according to Thailand. Baby into the pool. You're like 20 years behind and 100 fights behind. (laughs) I know. That was my favorite in Thailand. I'd be like, how old are you? I'm like, stop asking this. Yeah, stop asking that. that. You're retired like 19. I know. (laughs) You guys are all bigger than me. Shut up. (laughs) What was your first Muay Thai fight like? Uh, Terrifying. you, You cheated your way into your first boxing. 
<laughs> you lost. You cheated. Or schemed. Or right, schemed. Yeah, yeah. I think that's you a rifted better your word way schemed. into the first. <laughs> rifted, yeah. Uh, how did first Muay Thai go? Uh, it was good. It was a, I mean, it was a good fight. I think it was at Omaha. I think I was in Omaha. Girl from Canada came down. It was a good scrap. It was fun. Terrifying, but fun. You won? No, I lost okay. seven or eight fights before I won one. Nice. I like that. Nice. <laughs> what, and I don't, I don't mean That's like... That's usually not the response. Well, <laughs> relative, I mean, to I where, like relative to where we started this, even before the mics were on, I like yeah. that because you kept going. Yeah. yeah. Why? Right. Why would you keep going through seven straight losses? Um, you know, I don't think I ever lost terror. I mean, like the first one, yes, because that girl was huge. But like there was a lot of split decisions. There were a lot of close fights. Um, you didn't get beat bad enough to quit. No, I mean, there were, I mean, you could like see the victory. Yeah, you could see, I could see where, I mean, because I think that's what ended up um, attracting me even to boxing in the first place. The first time I sparred and we were just throwing like jab crosses, right? And, uh, you know, you do your footwork and stuff in the gym, but when you're doing it against another person and there's this moment where like Susan punched me with an overhand right harder than she had. Like at the time I thought it was hard. I know now that she was not hitting me hard. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like the first hard punch I took and all I could do was giggle because like you can see the complexity of the puzzle, right? And so as terrifying as the fighting was and how horrible it is to lose in front of people, um, it's still the puzzle that's the attraction or the the game that's the attraction. So universal jujitsu answer so far in these conversations is like i just like figuring it out sure always something to learn yeah Mm -hmm. yeah one is it's kind of nice to see like who who are you really under i mean like jujitsu is stressful but like muay thai is way more stressful like you're getting punched and kicked and needing the liver sometimes and things like that and so like who are you really in the highest pressure situation you know yeah, usually you're leaving a fight at like you're injured, you know, from one to ten, you're injured like seven. Yeah. Like it doesn't you know, it doesn't matter. Like if you lose or kick the person's butt, it's like seven. You're yeah. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh Nat McIntyre told a story about how he had a broken femur. Yeah. Oh my god. And like finished the fight and they went went home or went to the hotel and they're like, ah, maybe we ought to get this checked out. <laughs> like, yeah. You've like the worst injury a human could sustain. Yeah. And you like finished a fight and grabbed some food and went back to the hotel. It was like, tough as hell. That's wild. Can you tell you about the time he got kicked in the balls? I don't want to. Maybe I shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> if he didn't, he lost his chance. So let's hear it. Well, <laughs> I mean I, this just goes to show how tough he was. Like he was clinching with someone who was going to remain unnamed, and he wasn't wearing his cup, right? So he got kneed in the balls and just dropped. He's like, "Oh man, he had to fight. He was training for a fight, okay?" And he went home. Or had someone drive him home. He couldn't even drive, okay? He had someone drive him home. Then he gets out of the car, and he he goes into the bathroom and he looks at it, and he said his ball was like a softball. Like it was oh swollen. God. And that was the first time he was like, God, I wonder if I can still fight. Like he was still fucking thinking, <laughs> no. oh, I could still fight through this, I think. You know, like it's like, no, you can't. No, what are much. you thinking? It's like, what? It's just, he's, he was so tough. He just, so whenever we had people on the team that, oh, I can't, I'm sick, so I can't fight, he'd be like, fuck you. Get, get out of my gym. <laughs> I was balmy when I woke up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I feel kind of sleepy, so <laughs> I'm not gonna fight today. Well, but and I guess the reason I kind of half had to bring it up is like to your point, like there's a, a, a stress test. Yeah, that's different. Mm-hmm. Liver shots, huh? 
<laughs> What's the deal with those? They're, They're so horrible. weird. They're horrible because they like, I don't even know that they don't hurt the same as other things. No. But your it, body just shuts off. It's, yeah, it's, it's a nervous innervation thing. That, uh, it's like the vagus nerve. Yeah, vagus nerve vagus. runs through there. I don't know if that's what vagus. it's called. Yeah. Vagus? I have vagus. no idea. I'm but going, it's I'm so weird. Vagus. <laughs> vagus. <laughs> yes. Vagus nerve. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it does shut down though. And you're like, oh, stand I'm up. so hurt. And yeah. then however many seconds later, you just stand up. Yeah, or like the first time I got hit with a liver shot, I went down and I was like, okay, just stand up. Just stand up. Yeah. And then my body was like, fuck no, you. Right. Not, not yet. <laughs> no. Yeah, we can't. Not happening. <laughs> Such a bizarre thing. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah. And yeah, like 10 minutes later, you're okay. And then, but then like the week after, I'll be like holding pads. I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's Hold like it. deep. <laughs> Something in you is okay, hurt. I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, I've, got, I've got a bruised nerve in my, in my stuff. <laughs> right? In my stuff. And I can't breathe right. So there is lingering so, effects from taking a, a, yeah. uh, one of those in particular. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you took a knee or like, yeah. right? Is that yeah. Like and I actually one? had, <laughs> there was a one point in 2019, I took two knees to the liver like six weeks apart. Yeah. <laughs> my, my doctor's you like, you're a little mushy right here, like where my rib mushy. cartilage is. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Luckily, my doctor's a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> is that from the textbook? Mushy? Yeah, mushy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right there. Like, Page 198. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> He's like, maybe you should take a little time off. Fuck you. Don't talk to me like yeah, that. Yeah. Don't say that. <laughs> don't yeah, talk to right. me like that. Had doctors say that like, you're not need- my doctor anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we are fighting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. <laughs> Tell me about your best or favorite fight in anything. Probably my f- Muay Thai, though. I would assume. Yeah, it's yeah. my favorite fight. Best, favorite, or most memorable. This will be interesting. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I think my most memorable uh, at the Canterbury Park is when I got cut. Um, I'm like, so I, I was going into the clinch and we clashed heads with my opponent and I got a huge cut open and like at one point we're clinching and I was just, I was just kneeing the fuck out of her. And like, I was at this, I was this dissociated moment where I looked down and there's just blood dripping everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, that's mine. Okay. <laughs> I recognize that blood. I re- I yeah, wait a minute. Because I thought it was hers, but then it was like dripping oh, sure. onto my arm and sure. I was like, Oh, that's mine. Um, Okay. And I just kept going and like, I don't know, but I, I won the fight and I like stayed super calm. I got stitched up ringside. Like, yeah, I mean, that was a fun fight. I don't know. It's a cool fight story for sure. Yeah. And I, I told this, telling the doctor cause Stringer pulled me out of the ring and he's like, we're going to stitch you up right now. I said, we don't need to do it now. And he goes, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, it's not that bad. And then his, his wife, that's the. Yeah, I think nurse. so. Okay. And she's like, oh, honey, it's it's bad. And I was like, it's not that bad. I've been cut there before. And she took a picture of like her finger. And I was like, oh, yeah, you should stitch that up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You need to <laughs> you stitch should, that up right now. You should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize that skull. Stitch me. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty deep. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I think it was that same fight, too, though. Like after that, I started getting a migraine. And I get like these little visual auras. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. really? Yeah. And so I started getting these like fuzzies because I bashed heads with her and then kept fighting. Mm. And so Sarah Bishop, I was like, I'm going to tell you these three words. I need you to ask, set your timer, ask me about them again in five minutes and 30 minutes. She's like, what the fuck are we yeah. doing? I was like, we're doing a little mini mental exam on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to make sure funny. I'm not concussed. She's like, okay. So, like person, TV, man. Right. Whatever, yes. that, yeah, whatever, whatever that was. was. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. She's like, what Genius. the fuck are we doing? Just do what I say. What do you what do you think about fighting as a head injury professional? 
Uh, you mean how do I reconcile the two? <laughs> Let's jump in. I, like okay. <laughs> I was going to soft lean in. But let's okay. go. Let's go. We don't need to soft lean in anything. Uh, I think that, yes, it's risky, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Did but, you just twist her arm? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I the, the hard part is I worked in a hospital for a long time, and we, we see just terrible things. I see yep. terrible things happen to good people. Yep. So at a certain point, you're just like, well, shit. I, like, I literally had a guy, and I wasn't his main therapist, but um, he was, like, lived a normal life and was carrying two cups of coffee, tripped on a curb, and got a C5 spinal cord injury. Like, the fuck? Jesus. Like, right. I have so many stories like that. So, yeah. like, yeah, you can live safe and whatever. and As safe as you can. Yeah. You can't live safe. You can't. Or you can't. You can, you can like, feel by and large like you're living safe. Yeah. But then even still. Right. Shit you, happens. That curb's higher than you thought. Yeah. Right, or whatever, yeah. yeah. And so, like, if you find something that actually makes you happy and, like, helps you with other things in life, I mean, I just at a certain point, I was like, fuck this. I'm, this makes me happy. Yeah. This makes me fucking happy, so I'm going to be dead eventually either way. Yeah. yeah. Might yeah. as well kick some fucking ass. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. And I know the perfect people to take care of me when I, you know, yeah, get my concussion or have a stroke. It's right. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to hold the Dixie cup to catch the drool or whatever. Yeah. It's like the motorcycle thing. Like if, if a Sunday motorcycle ride brings you peace and some Zen and some happiness, oh. it's less of a stupid fucking way to get around. Yes. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah. Just yeah. Whatever. Gotcha. Just, it is pretty funny telling people that, though. Like, she's like, no, she's a concussion specialist. She's like, what? Everyone's like, what are you talking about? But she finds- Aren't you all? Is yeah. that like the gimmick? It's the t-shirt. Yeah. We're all concussion specialists. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Tell me about uh, jujitsu. This is a jujitsu podcast, kind of. Oh, yeah. So Sorry. we should talk about So we shouldn't just talk about fighting. Jiu-jitsu. Um, where do you want me to start? I don't know. You like jujitsu? I do. We kind of We kind of started on it, but... I do. Um, I mean, you're a black belt. I would, I would, <laughs> I hope, would hope so. that you like it. I do. Well, and let's also, let's start this. How about this? You're a black belt in jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. in 10 years, which is like fast to average. I consider a black belt fast. Yeah. I yelled at Ben Lockett on the podcast because he was, I was like, how long did it take you? And he said, 12 years. And I was like, it's pretty quick, huh? Yeah. He's like, well, no, not really. I'm like, People don't do this. Yeah, yeah, right. Sir, like sure, that's sir. fucking amazing. <laughs> Excuse me, you know, sir. He, he was, I don't know. That, I'm constantly going the abstract frame of reference, and he yeah. was kind of like, oh, that's a neat way to think about it. I'm like, how's it not the only way to think about it? You're I mean, one of the best in the planet. Yeah, yeah. But I think yeah. it's because you like meet black belts that are like, I got my black belt in six years, and I'm a five-time pan world champion, blah, 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 blah. That's exactly what he said. And I was like, and then there's seven and a half billion other people <laughs> yeah, right. who don't know how to spell it. There's, yeah. <laughs> So shut up. Right. <laughs> anyway, but you did, I mean, 10 years to black belt alongside all this other training. Yes. That's freaking sweet. Yeah, it is. Because the people who get a black belt, particularly those who get it fast, are doing that. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So tell me about jujitsu. I don't know. Um, it's good. Uh, <laughs> it's good. You Perfect. Know, I, <laughs> You're such a wordsmith, you know? <laughs> it's poetry. Uh, Jiu-jitsu you know, is what plants crave. Yeah, <laughs> what plants crave. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, I think I like, we're under um, Eric Paulson. Uh-huh. And so, and it kind of works because I'm from, you know, Iowa country, which is wrestling country. 
And so I really enjoy the, like the wrestling and jujitsu mix. Um, so I really enjoy it. And, and then that works with the clinch too, right? So it goes mm-hmm. from standing up to like the takedowns and then to jujitsu. And then can I get back? Can I wrestle up, you know, back to standing? Um, like I really, really enjoy that. Um, and I've been able to teach a couple of my jujitsu guys how to clinch. And then I'm like, yeah. all right, throw in some fucking takedowns because this tournament is going to be wild, you know? Yeah, and knows, right? it's been really, that has been really, really fun. Like mixing the jujitsu, judo throws, wrestling, and then in the tie clinch. Like, that's what I love. This is the future of all fighting. Like a hundred years from now, you will go train to fight. Yeah. yeah. Not necessarily this version and that One rule set in art. this thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You know. I would yeah. assume. I would assume that's what's going to happen, right? Yeah. But it's a lot more fun, like, to yes. just throw the rules out the window and, yeah. you know, you're clinching and all of a sudden you get hip tossed. Yeah, then, you get judo yeah. thrown. Like, wait, that's illegal. It's yeah. like, well, it still happens. So. Fuck it. Going to X-Guard now. Doesn't really now. matter. <laughs> <laughs> X-Guard. Yeah. Is that your game? Uh, I like X-Guard um, a lot. I, You know, I really wish I could do leg locks more, but people have long fucking legs and... I'm this height, you know. I like get in the perfect position. And their foot's up here, and I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> it's the worst. Right, right. But that's the um, game of jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. And I always tease the tall people, I'm like you and your goddamn cheat codes. But if I get inside their knees and inside their elbows, those are my cheat codes. So the, the, I'm not good at jujitsu, and I don't know a lot about <laughs> jujitsu. But the hardest time I have with jujitsu is small, skinny people. Yeah. Because space. They're squirming. Well, and then space. Taking all of it, yeah. They can slide into tiny spaces and they can (laughs) shore up that there isn't any for me, you know? Sure. Whereas, like, the other six foot two, 300 pound dudes, like, space for days. Yeah. Yeah. We can't close space. (laughs) I can't bend that way, you know? Right. And that's why why it's such an amazing puzzle is you can have a skill set unique to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. X-Guard's a cult. X-Guard is? Yeah. It's the best. See? That's the best, see? <laughs> the, the handful of people roughly at my level, like the guys that we I hang out with and drill with, like every, the answer is always X-Card. It's like, nah, fuck you, dude. I don't even know what X-Card is. It, exactly. Because I... You're not in you're the like, call. Jiu-Jitsu doesn't really work anyway. <laughs> close guard is definitely not real. It's not I real? I love close guard. How? It's the best. You're you not made for close guard. It, yeah, yeah. I get right, up under gonna, your armpit. We're going to try some... Down. See if you oh, can sweet. Are we going to have a match? Me. Yeah. Awesome. Can I ref the match? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a comment a buddy of mine who's been in and around martial arts and jujitsu and judo for years and years and years. We were in class doing work from closed guard, and he's a big cat. Like when I met him, he's like 375, like oh, six foot it. three or six Jeez. foot four. And he's like skinny version now, and he's you know 320 pounds or whatever but huge legs not a big like muscular guy necessarily you know i've kind of done the beefcake leg thing and he's got big (laughs) legs and we're like trying to hang on as our partner's (laughs) standing up and we're like this isn't real (laughs) no this is fake jujitsu might be fake but close guard's definitely not real real, it doesn't work give me that give me one leg half guard right now yeah fuck half guard so Really? Oh, there's two guys at my gym that like they play half guard and they're big, strong dudes. Mm-hmm. That's who plays half guard. Yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> I fucking hate half. I spent six months one year. Um, I was it was at a time when Cliff, our black belt, we would just roll for 30 minutes, um, just roll straight. And he's a big half guard player. So I always joke, like, fuck half guard Cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, he's really good at it. <laughs> so so he, I would go in to pass his guard. He'd pull half guard and I'd smash his legs back out and stand up. And he'd be like, <sighs> 
I was like, yes. This, <laughs> this not half guard. <laughs> like, here. I, there was one day it was like 30 minutes of just that. Him entering half guard, me smashing his legs and getting the fuck out. <laughs> like, Pretty useful, though. Get the totally hell out useful. of there. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, he's, it's good. Half guard's good. I just don't. Uh, As a representative of big, strong guys who play half guard. Yeah. When you said, fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. I'll take that criticism. (laughs) Accepted. Yeah. Why haven't you competed in jujitsu? Just opportunity. Um, You said that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's really just not that many girls my size. I mean, even when I come up here, like (laughs) I came up here to roll one day and like Akila was here and I was like, we're not the same size. Until not even it, close. As soon as she put hands on me, I was like, oh, fuck. She's like, <laughs> like way bigger than you. I know well, she's let, so strong and she's so good. Yeah. Let me say this. Akila and I are not the same size. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm bigger than her. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, the physics say that I am. But she's just but it's so not strong. But it's not no. true. And she moves so well. No, no, but like, no. yeah, she put hands on me. And at one point she goes, am I going too hard? I was like, no, you're fine. Just go. <laughs> she was always so nice to me when we were, she's like so sweet. Here she is. She's so like nice. Trying to be really nice to me because I don't know anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she, but she's, she's probably the single best training partner yeah. that yeah. I've encountered. For and sure. I haven't had anybody disagree with that. Yeah. I've only gotten to roll with her a couple of times or spar yeah. with her a few times. She's great. Yeah. If, if, she's so if, great. very aware. If mm-hmm. Akila is giving it to you, it's because you asked for it. Uh, right. And I, yeah. And I, and I don't mean that in like a, like a threatening way. I mean, no, if, if she's in fourth gear, you went to fourth if gear. If I yeah. saw her doing that, I'd be like, well, they probably deserve it. Yeah. Like, I would not assume she was being mean. I'd be no. like, well, they did something. Even when she's, like, <laughs> sparring, hit me hard. I'm like, yeah, I deserve that. Oh, I guess yeah. I was. <laughs> right. I earned that. <laughs> I, I hit the speed ramp, so you did too? Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, one of the best Aquila-related stories is an absolute, this isn't to make fun of this person. Maybe a little bit, but it was that- mostly just the situation. Absolute new cat at the gym. Young guy, kind of quirky and weird, knowing what we know about people in psychology, probably like a spectrum thing happening there. Don't feel qualified to judge, but there was some quirks, and you're like, all right, cool. Well, you know, well, yeah. I'm weird, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, with zero diagnosis, so who's the weirdo, <laughs> you know? Uh, and they were kind of, it was, we were just rolling, I think. It might have been live goes, but we were just, just rolling, and he was kind of just... White belting. Like, yeah. what do I do? I grab things? Do I, yeah. yeah, I just hold What do I do with my hands? What's this? Where's this go? You know? <laughs> right. and, she, and she was like, hey, man, tell you what, you can just go. Like, do what you think you might know from the three classes you've had yeah. or whatever it was or whatever. And he was like, well, I'm trying to go easy on you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I appreciate that so much. Yeah, yeah. Please tell me she just laughed at him. Oh, yeah. No, she just <laughs> like, really? did the look around and I happened to be there like the, the room clown. And uh, I was like, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> she goes, did you hear that? I said, I sure did. That was pretty great. That's a why. And, and it, I mean, it, you also kind of feel bad because like, does this guy not even know the belts? Like he just came in here raw, has no concept of martial arts. Cause it's oh, fucking, I don't if, know. I get that a lot. If and nothing else, I, like traps, like that oh, yeah, bitch is jacked. Yeah, right. She's fucking yeah, right. But that did she have a gi on? She did, but it, some of that's it. how you know you're fucking jacked when you can tell you're jacked in a gi. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell you're jacked in a gi. You know, you're in military grade pajamas and like you lift, huh? <laughs> you know. Anyways. I think sometimes people say that because they don't know what, how to just say like, I don't know what I'm doing. 
which is yeah. what they should say. And that's yeah. why right. I prefaced right. the whole thing. Right. Was, the yeah. whole he was just kind of confused, just yeah. uncomfortable, etc. Like, I'm just going easy on you, but. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> shoulder tap. <laughs> that immediately. Like, <laughs> but just the just the the impact of the standalone sentence and who it was said to. You oh, know, God, yeah. so we funny. live in an audio clip world, right? right. So yes. just that that four second interaction. <laughs> is, what the fuck? See, uh, but oh I'm more forgiving God. of like a white belt or a brand new person that says that versus like a visiting three stripe blue belt. Sure. And they'll say something they like say, that, and I'm like, like the fuck color is my belt, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. How dare like, you? I know I'm small, but. <laughs> We're going to X card. <laughs> That's it. Fuck that. Time to call the way down. <laughs> How's your neon belly game? Uh, it's okay. Um, but it's, I'm more smothery from the mount. Um, smothery. Yeah. So I'm a smotherer. I actually had the best compliment a few years ago. Yes, from, I love this. <laughs> from one of our, I thought I think he was a, per, he might have been a brown belt. I don't know. He's been training with us forever. Um, in jo- Jordan, and he was like, you know, you're like a cockleburr. <laughs> so people from, not from the Midwest don't ever get this. <laughs> but I, and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, it's like you're stuck to me, and then I think I get you off, and then you're you're stuck somewhere else. And I was like, that is so sweet. <laughs> like, Legitimately, like, that's yeah, really sweet. Thank Come you. up with something more complimentary than in jujitsu. <laughs> than that, <laughs> maybe not like relationships. Yeah, or right. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're there, and then you're still there, and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you'd just leave me alone. Yeah. Like, go off my sock. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of backhanded compliments like that in martial arts, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a little smothery. Like, I don't do like a hard neon belly just because I can't. Like, as soon as I make space, I'm going to get thrown, right? So, sure. mine's very clinchy. I was kind of assume I was hoping you'd say like awesome or something because I've noticed that like the, the best neon belly in particular isn't always the heaviest dude in the room. Really? Except for Dave Margraf. Oh, for Christ's sake. But like, uh, Zach Jeffrey, he's like beanpole, ju- stereotypical jujitsu looking dude. He's 170 pounds. Mm-hmm. Which is my version of beanpole. Sorry, <laughs> right, right. This <laughs> is a brutal neon belly, mm. but it's still 170 pounds. I mean, yeah, not gonna tip and knock him off. I guess. So, yeah. yeah, there's probably a line at which yeah you're just kind of screwed. Yeah, yeah. It's but, always funny because when like uh, Eric Paulson comes to town, he's a huge guy, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he was saying something in one of the seminars. It might have been the last one. They all kind of blend together in my head. Where he's like, when you go in neon belly, you always want to be up tall. And, and me <laughs> and one of the other black belts, Ben, you know, we were both like, he's a, he used to be a smaller dude. He's like 170 now. But um, he used to be like 145. And we both are like, no, I'm not going up that high. <laughs> like, that's how I get thrown. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm very smothery. That's a, a smothery. There's like a branding opportunity. Yeah. yeah. A jiu-jitsu branding opportunity. <laughs> jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Because you say, you, like shirts or something, you know, with branding. All I can think about is peanut butter. <laughs> That's the first thing smothery? I thought. Smothery. Yeah, I don't know. Peanut butter seems smothery to me. Are you hungry? Uh, maybe I'm hungry. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention and I just haven't eaten enough today. I don't know. <laughs> just chimes into the conversation. I'd love to get lunch. <laughs> yeah, get lunch. Yeah, exactly. Wait, do you guys have peanut butter? <laughs> <laughs> smothery. <laughs> Probably good branding there too. But as soon as you said that, I pictured people from my gym. Sure. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, I know that fucking feeling. That smothery person. Yeah. I yeah. moved and they were just somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm very smothery. Um, I, when I was a purple belt, I started trying to work more on my top pressure. 
just because when you're small, you're like, fine, I'm just getting thrown. I'm going to play from the bottom. Fine. It's fine. And then, uh, but you can't play like that all the time. And especially when I think that was kind of around the time we were working on like demeanor shifts mm. and like taking space back and fighting. Right. And like that applies to jujitsu as well. Like, no, you're not going to throw me on my back. I'm going to fucking keep this side side control and you're going to do it. Right. <laughs> and so like trying to work on that pressure and taking that space back and like assert my will on somebody. Um, I, just, I really started working on that at Purple Belt. And it's hard to do when you're little, you know. So I started watching a lot more like wrestling and stuff like that um, to get. I love the phrase assert my will on people. <laughs> but I was I also picturing that little kid from Full House saying it. <laughs> I got short legs. Whatever the hell her name was. The, the, the twins? Stephanie. Mary Kate or something. Yeah, the twins. And Ashley. Oh, yeah. Right. There's a currently viral clip on like those stupid TikTok videos where it's like, wait for me, I got small legs or something. <laughs> I feel that way all the time. Yeah, it's, that's kind of what <laughs> like, I thought of it. Yeah. All the time. There does Why seem are you to be. So fast? <laughs> I don't know if there's two groups of people in jujitsu, but there's two different skill sets in the most broadest sense where, and you're you're leaning in on it. My impression. Tell me if I'm wrong. Is there people who do a really good job of taking your shit and responding to it? Like, all right, I guess I'll be over here now, but I'm still going to be. And there's people who do a good job of stuffing your shit. Yeah. Hmm. I think as a smaller person, I have to do a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. So there's always an argument. Not argument. It's not an argument. Um, I'll like, argue with you. Okay. <laughs> you know, some people say, like, you drill one side until you get really good at the one side, and then you drill your bad side. Mm-hmm. And Wrong. I'm like, fuck that. I don't always get a choice. <laughs> like, yeah. sure, I got to sure, be sure. able to do this from wherever. So I always drill both sides hmm. um, because I don't always get a choice in where I go, but then you can still choose to, like, take it back. Right? Sure. So, yeah, you're going to throw me kind of off to the side, so I'm going to force you into my half guard and take your back. So. I feel like training one side until you're good at it and then augmenting with the other is just the wrong fucking answer. Hmm. I think so. The argument is like you have your really good path on one side and your really good path on the other side. So it might be different, but I can see it. I just, I disagree with it. (laughs) Because if I, if I grab half guard on my left side, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. If I grab half guard on my right side, that's like all I know to do. I yeah. literally will have to pause and be like, all right, where does my hand go? <laughs> you know, so yeah. I'm saying it's it's not the way to do it because yeah. I'm running the test. And right. It's not the fucking not way to do it. Right. 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 It doesn't, certainly doesn't feel that way. <laughs> half of your body is functional at jujitsu yeah. and the other half is just, no one's going to do it. I don't, I, there, <laughs> there, Why are we I going mean, this way? <laughs> I've, yeah, half guard on my left side a handful of times, not super recently, but months ago. And like didn't even fucking recognize I was in half guard. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was it was one of my regular <laughs> drilling partners, Darren. He's like, I "Thought you were a half guard guy." I'm like, "Oh fuck, not this <laughs> yeah, side." I guess we are in half guard. <laughs> you know, it was a stupid, silly, and I mean, I'm a hack. I'm terrible. At this, you know, I'm just here having fun. But like, holy hell, could you end up with some glaring weak points yeah. without yeah. addressing it? Sure. Same sort of thing with fighting. Yeah. Mostly, yeah. I mean, like stance. Yes, I think you can get away. You can get away with just being one stance for sure. You could just not switch if you wanted. Like if you got really good at one, I don't think it would be necessary to get really good at the other, but it helps. 
right? It's not quite the same, I think. But you, you have think? to be able to throw from both sides, right? No, but like, you have to be able to throw from so both sides. So you don't necessarily but... have to change your stance, but you have yeah. to be you have to have weapons on both sides. No, for sure. And you know, if you're an Orthodox, you should you should have hooks and mm-hmm. whatever. But I do think it's better to yeah. That's what that's my hooks. These are my hooks. <laughs> yep. Um, Flaily hands. I think it's better to do both fairly early on, though. Mm-hmm. Not like right away. Like we got to learn from both sides, like right now, but. You know, it's just helpful to step forward and backward, and oh, yeah. right? That's and true. it's just better for range control and whatever. So switching so. stance is vital, but not fundamental. Like this is not yes. month yeah, I don't one. Think it, yeah, but you we're could totally be a great fighter when just one stance and never switch if you wanted, but it it just wouldn't. You you would lose out on a bunch of stuff, sure. right? There was just no reason not to. So. Yeah, I can see it put that way. So you're not saying like switch stance and throw from that side all the time, but you need to have the ability to throw from the other stance. Something. I think it's yeah. better because you have a bunch of angles that you yes that you can take advantage of. Whereas right. if it's just one stance, you can't take advantage of the same angles, or you can, but it's just different, yeah. right? Um, so that's why you could get away with it, not yeah. switching ever. That so. makes sense. Yeah. Hold, please. <laughs> <laughs> You weren't recording this whole time, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time. That's going to be so frustrating if we miss it. So then do you have to, like, cut all the videos together? Like, because they're separate. Oh, God. And actually, this type, type of camera, if there's a notification right now, the, what we recorded exceeded the single file file um. limit. So it's chopped into a couple. Oh, God. It's one of those things where it's Sort of tedious, but like not important. Oh. Huh. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Stupid European tariffs or whatever they are. <laughs> European tariffs. tariffs. <laughs> not tariffs. <laughs> let, me, let me string together some buzzwords here. Yeah. <laughs> Rage. <laughs> I'm gonna I have a, a regular like last question or proposed thought that I throw out there to people. Okay. And I'm gonna open it up more broadly. You coach jujitsu? Yes. Do you own a gym? Yes. You do, huh? Yes. Plug your gym. Uh, no Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Des Moines. I knew that. I just wanted <laughs> you to say it. No Coast. No Coast. Let's ask a dumb question. Why is it called No Coast? <laughs> <laughs> well, so when you're in, when we were in California, and I think it happens on the East Coast too, it's always about like West Coast Jiu-Jitsu, East Coast Jiu-Jitsu, West mm-hmm. Coast Muay Thai, East mm-hmm. Coast Muay Thai. Oh, yeah. And so we thought it would be funny. To be no coast <laughs> BJJ. I think it's funny. That's yeah. good. I think it's yeah, great. There's most of my no friends coast. on the coast yeah. think it's hilarious. Yeah. Most of the people and I were like, "Why would you name it that?" I'm like, "Well, <laughs> you don't know where Iowa is." Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't get the hilarity of this. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we can be friends. <laughs> well, there's like a West Coast IPA, and then uh, Midwestern breweries started naming things no coast yeah. IPA. It's brilliant, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, so you compete a lot. And you're successful. Is there a ranking in, in Muay Thai? I mean, I mean, there's oh. okay. <laughs> no, they do like armbands some places. Yeah, right? there are, the, there the, are. we've I think we've Americanized it a little bit and just American uh, America. <laughs> we've, uh, we've made it belt for people who don't want to fight. But at the end of the day, in Thailand, there's no such thing. You just fight like you just train and fight. There is no 
belt. I'm sure. I bet someone in Thailand's probably created it also. Maybe. Uh, but it's not. It's not traditional. Sure. It's just something we've done. I think it's just like a way to give people like markers, right? Yeah. Like exactly. You're showing progress, much, right? You know, and it's much. not that it's bad at all. It's like whatever if that's the way they want to do it. But yeah. yeah. Good way to continue to mock the guy that's not actually getting better. <laughs> Here's a stripe, pal. Yeah, enjoy the suffering. You're still right. suffering, but uh, so you, you competed a lot and trained a lot. You're really good at a handful of things. You own a gym. You coach a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So one of the closing thoughts, closing questions I usually have is to give advice to people at each level of jujitsu. Oh, so what's my thoughts for white belts, blue belts, etc. And I'd open that same line of thinking up to people in real fighting. In real fighting? What do you think? <laughs> okay. uh, let's see. So for white belts, I would say defense is the most important. Um, just protecting yourself. Um, and just focusing on the basics. I mean, <laughs> I always get it. The Internet's awesome, right? Like, it's opened up. Without the Internet, we would still have, like, these are, like, crazy techniques these are machado techniques and books like, yeah like Lame. and no one would share right because that's how it used right. to be yeah no one would share shit yeah and so um there's a lot of good things that come out of that but i mean i can't even tell you the number of white belts they were like i watched this choke by this 18 it's called the something 18 year old champion this year choke and i was like oh no that's not new <laughs> like you know so they always want to try the new things and that's great it's great that's why you're interested in this but like essentials basics and defense are probably yeah. the most important because if you don't have structure and defense like fuck the baron bolo right fuck sure. your x guard yeah you're not gonna get there clear if you the don't hook. have good defense clear yeah. the hook yeah clear the hook <laughs> like, don't worry it's about boring. all that it's boring. it is boring no spinning back fists or yeah <laughs> what like the hell <laughs> would that be like the analogous thing to the flashy like barambolo kind of thing like a spinning yeah, back fist? probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're super Looks fun sweet right? it's it super cool yeah, yeah. And it's fun on the pads in the bag it's very low percentage yeah 60 <laughs> percent of the time it works 30 <laughs> percent of the yeah, time. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so that's what i would say for white belt um blue belt um I would say focus on control and finding that submission that like sparks joy. Um, you know what I mean? I like, love that answer actually. Yeah. So I, everyone has one. I mean, and it's the same thing in Muay Thai or fighting. Like you have a technique that just like, oh, you know, that, like yeah. gives you that little fire. Um, Americana from top side and bow and arrow from side mount. Yeah. See, Got you bow and arrow is cool. Fun. First I don't, time I learned that, I was like, this is awesome. Isn't it? It's it just, it just, <laughs> seriously. There's just a carnal. There's yeah. A yeah, there's there. something there where you're like, I'm fucking ripping you in half right now. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. so awesome. I don't know. Yeah. I it's loved true. it. It's true. I've, I've joked before that uh, I've finished 40 bow and arrows. Nice. Just a number, a made up number. <laughs> and two of them were chokes. <laughs> 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 I, I kind of do a spine break. Yeah, right. Arrow. Exactly. Hey, I must break you. Whatever, whatever gets yeah, the tap. Yeah, the tap. Doesn't matter. So yeah. find a thing that sparks joy. Yeah. And focus on it. Yeah, just because like at blue belt, that's where you're gonna like once you find that thing that sparks joy, that's when you're gonna start building your game, right? And I feel like you start building your game or your your I call them chains or your pathways at purple belt. Like you start building all the little pathways that you can go. Um, at purple belt but you have to have something that like 
you're good at or that you want to get to. And that doesn't mean it has to stay the same, right, as you progress, but that will start your paths where you're like, okay, well, I start this arm bar <clears throat> and everyone reacts to me about the same, right? And so then what does that lead me to? Where can I go from here? And then that gives you choices of where to go. Yeah. You said also uh, work on control. What do you mean by that? Controlling the position. Um, you know, as a smaller person, I um, it's hard to control the position. <laughs> and I probably didn't focus on it enough until I was a purple belt, like early purple belt, um, just because I didn't, I don't know, you didn't know better. But So you mean, uh, how about this? Tell me what you mean, control the position. Like, like if I get to a mount... I'm going to stay, stay there. there. Okay. And what yeah. can you do with it? Like, how can you maneuver yourself to keep that mount? Like, how yeah. do you control them to keep it and actually set up your submission? Yeah. Because good luck getting a cross-collar choke from mount when you're being thrown off mount. Mm. Right. Yeah. All right. So how do you control it and break their will just a little bit before you take that submission? <laughs> yeah, break their will. Yeah. You yeah. can break them a little, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to clarify the control thing because I thought maybe you meant control your shit. I mean, that's part of it, but I think you got to do that that's a white belt. Sort too. of universal. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. For all 10 years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, like, it comes back, right? Like, you control it for a little while. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, to control it again. Yeah. So, purple belt, start chaining things together. Yeah. Sounds like. I think so. I think that's where you have to really find, like, your chains and your pathways um, to different positions and how you can hit submissions in, in chains. Um, and I feel like that's where you can really build your. Um, like your knowledge of the whole game, right? Because you're not going to stay in the top amount once you get there. So then where do you go from there? What's your favorite transition? Okay, I always go to the back because people don't like me on their back because I'm clinchy, right? And then from there, once I get shaken off, I'm going to armbar you from the guard, right? Like that's those are kind of my pathways. And mm -hmm. when you stand up, I'm going to go to X guard, tip you over. So. Yeah. Um, but you don't find those unless you like go to the thing that you're good at, like that thing that sparks joy or whatever. Um, and then from there, like, oh, okay, most people do this to me. All right, I can, I can now do this because I know that that's how most people react to me. So, that's why I say for purple belt. Purple belt's the best belt. It's the best belt? Oh, my God, it's the best. Universal commentary oh. on these conversations. Really? I have not had a black belt <laughs> on that hasn't said, I don't think. I might have to go back. But, like, basically everybody's been like purple belt was the best. Really? Like they love being elite and good sure, at it or whatever, but like there's something <laughs> developmentally in those middle you couple like three years. A corner of some kind that. Huh. Well, I think also there's like no, sorry, no real pressure. Like you're a purple belt, so you're expected to know some shit, but you're also trying to find your chains. So then, like when so like a white belt or blue belt catches you, you're like, man, that was awesome. And the you know if someone's like, oh, aren't you pissed about that? No, nah, I was trying some shit. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do this again. Hmm. Like it's just it's just like no pressure. Hmm. It's so great. When it's also you you are it's it's experimental. My, my impression is it's also the first time where you kind of know jujitsu. Sure. Like I know a couple of things. And those things fall apart all the time, real fast. You know, I'm a blue belt, right? Right. So it's sort of like, well, that didn't. I don't even know where we are now. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> you know, you still have the what's happening moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in even just watching purple belts roll, it's like they're applying a game here. Mm -hmm. Got to get me one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get you know? me. <laughs> you know, you can just see that it's like sort of coming together and being a thing. I yeah. guess at that point. Hmm. So I'm forever going to associate you with like what's her name, Marie Kondo, Sparks Joy. <laughs> 
She's the Marie Kondo of jujitsu. I don't even know that is. (laughs) It was like a Netflix thing. Yeah, she's a whole minimalist bit going on and just keep things that spark joy. Mm -hmm. Spark joy. Yeah. Yeah. And she even does this little like, you hold it and when you think about it, just zing. (laughs) <laughs> like that's like me for knees and elbows. Okay, zing. Yeah. sure, yeah, zing. Yeah. Cheap shots to the liver. Oh, yeah. oh that's so <laughs> precious. Yes, it's <laughs> first try. So brown belt. Ugh, brown belt. <laughs> oh. Went to our favorite belt or our worst belt. I hate brown belt. It's, uh. like, it's the poopy one. <laughs> <laughs> Clashes it's just with the everything. Terror, knowing that you're. You're going to get a black belt at some point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just <laughs> building your depth of knowledge. Um, you know, you find your chains, you find the things that you like to do. And then like, okay, can I get to that chain from a completely different position? Like, can I set that up from somewhere else? So that's where you have to know, like, arm bars, the way we teach them to white belts. I mean, that's not how I finish arm bars. <laughs> like, so can I get that? from yeah. somewhere else and like what are the actual components you need to do that move um because those are different um when you're more advanced or you understand exactly what it takes to do that submission or to hit that arm drag or whatever um you can hit them from a lot of different positions and just fuck around a bit sure with it so feel qualified to say anything about black belt god no <laughs> my baby black belt yeah, yeah. baby black belt <laughs> uh, no. well don't. so same kind of logic same kind of thinking about muay thai like if like let's say i'm interested i'm not let's say i'm interested <laughs> in, in trying muay thai what what's your advice to a noob brand new person yep. just <laughs> structure <laughs> learning your structure and uh tell me what structure means uh like your how sturdy are you when you're throwing your punches and your kicks? Like everyone kind of, so this is the thing. I always find that people like um, Muay Thai or boxing in the initial stages better than they like jujitsu. Jujitsu is way harder in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but everyone kind of knows what a kick looks like. Everyone kind of knows what a punch looks like. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it's, a and and then they're like, it's really satisfying hitting the pads, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And so there's just like a little more satisfaction in other, well, I was a white belt. I would cry in my car before class because I was dreading it so much. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had that, right? Come, Come on. on out and try jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, try jujitsu. No cost jujitsu in Des Moines. I mean, I some know. people pay a lot of money for a good cry. <laughs> I mean, really, if you think about it, like, come on. <laughs> are they are they doing it because they know their face is going to be in foot sweat with curly puby hairs right in front of their eyes, though? They know. I don't know. Maybe. Fucking, fucking I'm not going to judge people for their kinks, kinks, man. Whatever. whatever. That's a premium subscription <laughs> yeah. version. Of, premium subscription. <clears throat> <clears throat> would you, though? I, on it, like, real talk, you, you, would, you would have... Mm that anxiety or whatever over it yeah i mean i think i mentioned it briefly but like the boys did not know how to roll with girls um when i started and i'm fucking tiny i mean let's be real like we started having to put things in context of how many angela's things (laughs) things wave (laughs) to give me i was like i don't know why i can't beat that guy and jared was like um he's three angela's and i was like (laughs) we're like one of our big guys lifted six angela's the other day like oh Okay, so that's why he deadlifted me to the ceiling. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Right. Uh, we'll do anything but metric, huh? Just Americans. 
It's a great name. I love that name. <laughs> so, what was it? The length of two football fields, and they fucking Americans will measure with anything other than the measure. Yeah. <laughs> so. So they didn't know how to roll with girls. I. I yeah. mean, like, so we tell the girls now, like, we. I think everyone thinks we're exaggerating, but like, I got thrown across the mats. Like, yeah. sweet. I mean, Jesus. I just because they're fucking huge, and I'm tiny, and I was off balance because I was a white belt, yeah. and like, I just got thrown. I mean, there were a few mm. times like the whole room would stop and be like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, it was just terrible. It was, and and no one means to. Like, yeah, sure. even now, I can recognize it. But that ties even to what you just said about Muay Thai. So partly at least a structure thing. Yeah. Like where's my, my balance and how am I delivering my position? Yeah. But a lot of people, I think they rush like the fancy stuff, like mm-hmm. spinning back fists. They rush kind fists. of everything. Yeah, that's right? true. I mean, yeah, it's like our nature or something. Yeah. yeah. Getty Lee. But it's also like super <laughs> satisfying to throw punches and kicks. So I think people feel a little more comfortable doing the wild shit first when it's like, yeah. no, let's talk about footwork and structure. Like that was the biggest things. Well, and if, I mean, if you had a little bit of knowledge or some, you've seen Muay Thai before and you show up, you're expecting to punch and kick shit. Yes. And then they spend three hours on a clinch thing yeah. where I'm like hugging mm-hmm. my partner weird and like. Yeah, you don't ever start. With you know, you're no. like, <laughs> right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. it, exactly. that's, the, that's you need sex appeal in the beginning. Most of us. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. Kind of, or it's got to be somewhat comfortable. I don't want to yeah. be like so near this person's lips i've never met you before but what mm. why do you think i'm wearing no, these short shorts like, you know, it's all it's all sex yeah it's the shortest shorts yeah. you could right <laughs> like we're just gonna yeah. like this like chips with touch yeah. so, yeah. i don't want that <laughs> but yeah you know, yeah like the basic fundamentals are not entertaining so no. it's easy to be brought in by like flashy oh for sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah focus on the basic boring fundamentals yeah. what about if Let's say I've been doing it a while and I'm thinking of competing. I'll open this up to both of you, actually. I want to mm-hmm. compete in Muay Thai. I've been doing it for a few months, maybe a year or two. You better start fucking running. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's definitely... You really do need to run <laughs> for conditioning. No one likes to hear that. No, everyone hates it. Yeah. I hated it, but I, yeah, I did it anyway. But whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. running definitely. And like... Is, is it honestly stop complaining about the hundred kicks I'm making you do? Right. Yeah. That's what you signed up for at least. <laughs> yeah, right. For God's like, sake. do you want to fight? Yeah. Do you want your heart think, not to explode in the ring? <laughs> think of it as a per kick billing thing. Yeah. This is pulling You're your exactly your cost down. It's a lot, yeah. yeah. It, it, are fight gyms a little bit like I showed up to a fight gym and a jogging club broke out? <laughs> I mean, you know I don't what I'm saying? Know. Like, I Depends showed up here to learn fight. to punch stuff, and we're fucking running. We again. don't. I mean, if somebody doesn't want to fight, man, do what you. Yeah. You do you, right? But if you want to fight, it's like you gotta fucking run. Like, it's so. It's important. an integral part of it. Yeah, we have some people that are, you know, they're too injured or something like that, and we try to accommodate them. But it's just like you would just do way better if you would just run, like, I don't know. It's I really think there's hard to, there are some ways around it, but I think you need the. You need to have something that you're doing that's uh, kind of plyometric mm-hmm, to yeah. build up that kind of endurance and strength, don't you think? Or like just the yeah, the, impact, the and impact and getting, you know, the, just dealing with fatigued legs and continuing yeah. to move. I mean, it's so tiring. Yeah, I actually heard. I think at M Theory the other day, I heard Caitlin explaining to somebody why running, if you're going to go fight and bounce around for mm-hmm. X number of rounds, mm-hmm. like running is your 
primo choice for yeah. like auxiliary cardio work. Yeah, absolutely. And she she just explained it. You know, there's like a musculoskeletal fatigue impact yeah. that you're not going to get on a rower right. or a bike. And you've never like felt specific. it until you've not run and then fought. Getting up after like the first round, it's like you can't move. Like cement like, oh my legs God. kind of thing. It's just brutal. And then if your legs can't move, I mean, you're just doomed. Yeah. You're going to die. I mean, there are ways around it, but I think you would have to. Um, so my friend Susan, she can't run because um, she's had some hip stuff and uh but she has like a strength and conditioning coach who knows what she's doing is familiar with the fight game um and then puts her through a whole yeah. bunch of stuff to simulate it yeah, because she work. can't run sure. and it sh- and it's fine mm-hmm. so you, if you can't run you have to find something like that right but usually the easiest way is to just run <laughs> i think also like if you're gonna fight like emotionally just don't don't make a plan don't don't expect anything just go out try and punch him kick him that's it. No, just, I want to have that. this combo. Yeah, right. Don't make a plan. <laughs> don't have an expectation. You literally mean strategically. Yeah. Just, just, just go, go do out Muay Thai. and punch and kick yeah. until the bells ring. And then we can then just we'll we can discuss it after, right? Like, sure. Because the first time you fight, oh my God. it's just, it's a, it's a blur. And you don't remember what's happening. And, and I'm trying to talk to new people in, after, between rounds. And they're just... <sighs> <laughs> they're looking up everywhere and I'm hey 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 you gotta listen to me right like there's, no, there's is, nothing to what say what did I just say to you and they're like what yes like, okay. what's the plan what are we gonna do is what uh, <laughs> it's just brutal just so punch just, and kick just like, go punch, just and, punch kick. and kick don't make don't watch tape and you know it's dumb. oh my god it's just so stupid don't do that. that right don't just, expect just like stuff. anything everything starts broad and goes to specific. yeah exactly right go do what you know muay thai roughly is yeah we'll get we'll more detailed keep it, later just keep it simple right sure. just punch and kick them in the face and hopefully they die and then <laughs> you know what i mean like it's it that's pretty much it yeah. and if not then yeah. whatever and then it's fine and then later we can make plans yeah it's funny if you were to ask some rando on the street like how to win a fight, they'd probably say exactly what like reasonably high level competitors and coaches just said. Well, just like punch and kick them in the face. Yeah, and that's it. They die. <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. I mean, honestly, all these expensive yeah. bags and mats. We yeah. could have just asked that. <laughs> uh, one one final thought, and I'm gonna let you let you guys go. No. Tell me about the the touching the corners of the ring and the bowing and the stuff. For a Muay oh, Thai like the white fight. crew and the ceiling the ring. I don't know what any of those words mean. So tell me, <laughs> tell me about all of that. Uh, so I think it's is it the like the Buddhist tradition that they seal the ring and they. I mean, because they're so. Here's the weird side. <laughs> okay, I actually did my thesis on some of this. So humble they made it. Humble break it. <laughs> I, like okay, they I'm they made it Buddhist, I went to and I'm college. not saying I'm not saying it isn't Buddhist because okay. that's not appropriate right over but but it's just it's something they added to it we're gonna do this thing um but and then they started opening up to other religions too like oh we're sealing the ring you know because we're sealing this you know luck field yeah in or whatever so that's sealing it and then like the dance you do you're supposed to give thanks to your teacher your god and your family that was the last one and like you know you were talking about the belts or whatever that people wear on their arms i was definitely talking about that you you were but that used to be not belts it was like the cloth from your mother's dress when you went out to war it was stuff like that right so it wasn't and you know the mong kong they have like little buddhist prayers in them Mm -hmm. uh you know the 
Mon Kong. Mon Kong. Yeah, Mon Kong. little head The tiara thing. thing. Yeah, the tiara <laughs> thing they wear. I, I don't mean to disrespect any of this. No, no. I mean, it's... You got to put it in stupid guy face because I never heard that. <laughs> That's that what it's called. You know, it's Mon like, you know, Kong, like a okay. thing. And there was... No, there's still those Buddhist prayers in them, I'm sure. Yeah. But they, you know, it. I think it was just predominantly Buddhist. Thailand was. Yes. So they made it, you were praying to Buddha, your family and Buddha, right? Whatever. Now it, it doesn't matter. It could be anything. It could be yeah. your dog. You're right? I mean, yeah. that's what I did. When I did <laughs> it. So. Yeah. Cool. That's so, kind of what I figured it was. Yeah. 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 It's a really nice, though, like if you... Some people, I feel like some people get hung up on like the religious aspect of it. Or mm-hmm. There was a while, have to be. no, and there was a while that people were so like <clears throat> men go over the ropes, women go under the ropes, and there was like a a whole big thing about that um, for a while in America. But it's not; it never felt disrespectful, or I never felt lesser when I was over there when I had to go under the ropes. Do you know what I mean? So like, if you look at it as like a, this is a time to clear my head mm-hmm. and like thank the universe that I can still do this kind of shit because it's actually really cool it's cool that you get to go in there and like challenge yourself against another human right and you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen might go well might go terribly who knows Um, but it's kind of a nice little way to like clear your mind before the fight too and like think about the things that got you there sealing Um, the ring yeah it's for for me it was the same thing I was like this is amazing yeah. I'm about to fight someone. It's so cool. At its yeah. most base, just a pregame ritual. Yeah. 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 You know, just, really, it's, honestly, it's my, my, it's my mental rhythm. I'm getting into her. Yeah. A lot of it we're doing for tradition, but yeah, like it's pregame for yeah. sure. That's a perfect way to put it, actually. Yeah. Cool. It's a good spot to end then. Yeah. Okay. If I said something right. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Thanks. Cool. Nifty. <laughs>